0: to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Today, we have Lauren, who is with the Six Sisters Stuff, and it's so intriguing. Stuff, what kind of stuff? Welcome to the program.
1: (laughs) Thanks. I'm excited to be here.
0: Do the opener. Uh so there's six siblings. Are there any brothers involved?
1: No brothers. Around? No brothers, just all girls, and we actually work with our mom too. So we are just a a woman-owned business that we've just done together as a family, and it's been awesome. So
0: and does your dad feel outnumbered?
1: <laughs> he, he golfed a lot growing up. He was usually at the golf course, but oh, smart man. Right. I think he likes it now that he's got a lot of grandsons and He's fine.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. So one of the things uh, that I was looking at is you guys empower women to, you know, just uh, uh, recipes, cookbooks, food, uh, and other stuff. So there is a a very intimate relationship between humans and food. And oftentimes, you know, I won't trust a guy until I break bread with him. Like, There's like a fundamental stuff. All our celebrations, religious and beyond, involve food. So it's a very intimate thing. And it's all also a very mundane, like utilitarian thing. So how do you balance the two? How do you bring that energy back to you know, cooking and uh, connecting with the people you love?
1: Well, it all started way back. I mean, the reason we're doing all of this is because we grew up around the dinner table, eating dinner. My mom had six kids and somehow managed to put dinner on the table every single night. And so something that was really important to us was helping other moms get dinner on the table too, but it's so hard. I mean, it's so time consuming with all the things going on. If you have kids and just everything, but it's so important. There are so many studies done and so much research done about the impact that just sitting down together as a family one time a day can have on a child growing up in their confidence and their mental health and all these different things. And so our goal and our mission is to help these moms. Get dinner on the table for their kids or for their families because of that reason. Oh, yeah,
0: It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, so something came up there, like an emotional kind of thing. What came up?
1: Um, well, I'm pregnant, so that's probably part of it. But it's also just—I mean, that's that's the whole core of of our family and just of our mission. And so it's been so cool to see these these moms watch their kids' lives change too. We hosted something in a couple of years ago. We did a dinner challenge. And so we challenged our audience and it's not all just moms, it's families, usually whoever is the one cooking. Um, we challenged them to sit down with their families four times a week um, during the week and just to eat dinner with their families. And right. so we, had, we gave them all the tools and all the things they would need to do that and just seeing the results and seeing how that affected their lives and seeing like oh my gosh my my teenager talked to me for the first time in two weeks or you know I finally got some something out of my child without a cell phone in front of their face and so that's kind of what drives us is just helping helping those women and helping those families find that time together and with that we've found a lot of other ways to be able to empower and help women outside of the kitchen too which has been a really cool opportunity to to kind of watch unfold.
0: Cool. I'm going to go there in a minute, but I want to go back to the kitchen and the dinner. It's like, you know, uh, if you can get kids young when they're young and dumb and don't shut up. And at the dinner table, it's like, you know, what's one thing that happened to you that was amazing today? And it just becomes that touchstone for the family because God knows you need it because uh, for some unknown reason, we live in this uh, world now that, all right, Kimmy has hockey practice and, And then she has to do this and homework and grab something to eat. But Billy, he's got band practice and this and this. And we're like all over the place and there isn't time to sit together. And it's almost like, okay, let's cut out three activities. Still have some, but just have that touchstone where we sit down together and uh, it's not like a punishment. It's like uh, uh, something people look forward to, like being together and being present and being connected.
1: Totally. And I think, I mean, with teenagers, there will probably always be the days where they're not loving it and they're not wanting to come sit around with you. But I'm in the phase of life where my I have toddlers and they don't stop talking at dinner. And so hopefully building those habits now, but it's it's fun to see them get excited about, like we, we always do something called happy sad. So you share one thing you're happy about during the day one thing that made you sad. And so it's so fun if I'm running behind or if I'm you know, caught up into getting someone else dinner. And, and my toddler's like, Mom, we got to do our happy sad," you know, and so it's, it's so cool to watch those habits be formed so oh, early.
0: Love that. And yeah. for the listeners watching this, uh, there's a quote from Mark Twain that I think is appropriate. It goes something like this. When I was 14, I discovered my dad was an idiot. But when I was 21, it's amazing how much he had learned in seven years. And so teenagers do get to that place where I know everything and you're dumb. What do you know? You're so old. You're 40 or whatever.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah.
0: So oh, how else do you have helping uh, women entrepreneurs uh, be successful?
1: So we, because we are all moms who are working, obviously, this has turned into a full time gig for all of us. We all work together on this, sharing recipes and and helping women learn how to cook and things like that. And so we have become so passionate about helping other women who are working find the time to do these things while also empowering them to, it's okay to run a business. It's okay to be a mom that works. It's okay to find balance between taking care of the needs of your family, but also working and providing an income for your family. And it's totally possible and it's hard, but if we can do it, you can do it. And so that's kind of the angle that we've taken Um, and helping these other, helping women try and grow their businesses too from home.
0: Absolutely. And I think, uh, it's almost vital now because you need to be the role model for your kids, boys and girls that, you know, Hey, uh, you are, uh, you know, a major force in this relationship. And not only do you help keep everything running that uh, you also help provide, uh, the financial resources to let us go to band practice and hockey practice and all that stuff. Uh, one of the things that, uh, one of my new projects is called Mindset Boosters. It's, uh, it's a web app that you can have on your phone or a computer and it's got right now 55 programs on it. And here's one of the programs. Let's say mom comes home from work. She's sitting having dinner with the family and everybody in the family knows that mom is physically here but mentally checked out because she's like thinking about deadlines and all that stuff. So what this uh, application does is mom or dad comes home, they're in the car before they walk in the house, they uh, get out their cell phone and they go to the, uh, the track that says let go of work. And this shows them how to take charge their mindset and they drain the anxiety from the day's work in a couple of minutes. And then they remember the very first time they fell in love with a significant other. And they feel that feeling richly and warmly in their hearts. And they walk into the house, and they're fully present and fully connected with uh, their spouse, their kids, even the family dog, and they're fully present. And that's, you know, one of the things I'm looking to do is to empower people to take charge of their mindset, so they can decide how they want to feel or act.
1: I love that. I think it's so hard sometimes as running businesses and as working parents to kind of have that boundary of, okay, I'm done with work now, especially if you're running your business at home and it's, you know, in the palm of your hand all day, or it's super easy to hurry and jump on and check some emails without realizing that you're totally taking yourself out of the moment and you're totally missing out on those opportunities to truly connect. And so I love that idea of taking a minute to really trans transfer from working to being home Absolutely, and being yeah, it's hard. It's really hard, but I think it's important.
0: So why don't we play a game ready to play a game?
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Let's, uh, figure out ways we can empower people, uh, to take charge of their lives and I'll start and I'll give a tip and then you give a tip and we'll go back and forth and see how many we get to before I cry uncle and you've beaten me. Ready? Yes. Uh, this phrase, especially for women, uh, I'm an amazing mom and sometimes I'm not. And the reason I love that is, you know, work gets in the way or sometimes there's just too much and we focus on beating ourselves up on the thing that didn't work. And just having that phrase saying, you know, I'm a great mom and sometimes I'm not. And it just allows you to find a better solution as opposed to I'm a horrible mother.
1: Oh my God.
0: I let my kids down. Kids didn't even notice. Okay. (laughs) So that's my tip. Just that, uh, I'm a great businesswoman, and sometimes I'm not. I love that.
1: I love that one. Um, Something that I am super passionate about, especially as a business owner, has been, and I think I mentioned already, but boundaries. It's okay to have a hard stop of when you're done working for the day or when you're starting work for the day. It's okay to set those boundaries of, I work from this time to this time, and on Thursday nights, I go on a date with my spouse or on From this time to this time, you can't reach me, whether it's by email or text or whatever, because I'm going to be doing this instead. And setting those boundaries is really healthy, and it will help you so much in separating and keeping your life Yeah,
0: Absolutely. Uh, Here is my tip. This is like tip number three now between the two of us, is that uh, how many kids do you have, Lauren?
1: I have two and then one on the way.
0: way. So I suspect that uh, each of your kids, even though they're toddlers right now, it's hard to figure out. When they get a little bit older, just asking them individually, how do you know you're loved? Like, what do you need me to do? And sometimes it'll be for one child, it'll be like just hearing your voice and that you love them. And for another kid, it'll be just that hug will be the thing. And even for your spouse, you know, how do you know you're loved? And I think ask the people around you how they know they're loved and just love them that way. And it just allows you to uh, melt someone's heart whenever you want to.
1: I like that. Um, okay, my next oh. one.
0: <laughs> oh, before we go there, let me ask you this question. How, okay. are you loved? how do you know you're loved? So this would be for your family. They'll hear oh, it live now. I know. Now I
1: know. Um, my Well, my family does a really good job at understanding that I, I love my alone time. <laughs> Nice. Especially with jobs. nice. Yes. yes. So my husband does a really good job at taking over bedtime or taking over, you know, certain things earlier. He'll cook dinner for a chance so I can go sit down or whatever. So that's Brilliant. probably my number one. The love language thing is really big yeah. for me.
0: Nice. So what's your tip number three?
1: Well, mine kind of goes off of that, but my tip is you cannot fill a cup with an empty pitcher. And so I think it's important to remember. You can't just give, 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 give. You have to stop sometimes and let yourself recharge and relax and kind of take a minute to yourself, whatever self-care looks like for you. But I think it's important for everyone, especially as parents and as entrepreneurs, to take a minute and see what your needs are before you can go out and keep trying to fulfill and help everyone else with their own. So, so that's that when cool. I'm still learning. Is that your
0: phraseology or is that someone else's? Because I love that. You can't fill a cup with an empty pitcher.
1: Thank you. I've heard it a couple different ways in the past, but well, it's something that I'm
0: to uh, attribute it to you from now on. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, riff off that as well because, you know, I, I like to cheat. So I learned this a long time ago and it's really helped me a lot is that we're each born with a cup that's brimming, uh, and that's almost like a dome of freshest soil. And as we go through life, whenever we lie to ourselves, uh, water gets into the cup. When water gets in, oil has to spill out. And as we go along, we get more and more water. And when we get like 60% water, that's when we lose resiliency and self love. And by lying to ourselves, what I mean is, uh, you know, if one of our values is uh, uh, to always be loving, Uh, It's like I always be loving is good, but if we don't know the criteria, how do we know we're loving to someone and we didn't take the time to do that? Then we violate those things because deep down we know uh, what it is. So know that you have a cup filled with precious oil and do whatever you can to refill it with the oil. And that allows you to be your most loving, resilient self.
1: I love that. I love that one. I don't know that I can top that one. I don't know that I have another...
0: Oh, go another 10. Okay, well, I'll do one more and then <laughs> no, we'll uh... Okay. So just this. Uh, so let me tell you what I love about you, Lauren. Uh, we've only met and we've never uh, spoken before is that there's just this joyous, caring energy around you that you can tell that, you know, what you do to help people comes from the heart. And I think whenever you can come from the heart, uh, it just changes the world. And when we come from like uh, very much just, you know, like uh, coming from our head, we can make a difference. But when you come from your heart, you do something uh, amazing.
1: Oh, thank you. That's so kind of you. Thank you so much. Um, I did think of one more and it was just that if you, I don't know, just kind of realizing that, that what we're doing and, and who you are is, is more than just you. It's more than just, these, oh, I don't even know how to explain it, but if you could just feel and see the impact you're having, I think sometimes we get caught up in I'm only impacting my small family or I only have 100 mm. people following me on social media or my podcast or whatever, but thinking in terms of of the impact that that small group can have on the whole world, oh, yeah. um, it will make, it will make the, what you're doing so much easier and so much more fulfilling and rewarding if you really think about the difference you're making, even if you're only talking to or reaching two people, I mean, the difference that they can have and it kind of just spreads from there. So just having the mindset of you might just be one person, but your impact can go so far. Oh,
0: brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, So I'm going to tell you about one of the projects I'm working on and ask for your help to make it come true. Okay. So here is the articulation of it. Is when I drop down into kind of heart-centered space, it's almost like a, a place of being, uh, maybe a place of love. That whatever chore I happen to be doing, whether I'm digging a ditch or preparing a meal, it just feels different. And how I approach it and how I experience it is richer and more amazing. And if we could teach everyone in the world how to step into that space, because it doesn't take, you know, thirty minutes of meditation. you can you can just drop into it in a moment. That. Uh, It would change the world does that make sense to you like uh any thoughts on that any comments
1: yeah i don't know that i have much to comment but i really love that i think it's just again it goes back to kind of your mindset and just thinking you know like what can you do what is your what is your purpose like why are you here and how can you truly make this world a better place by your mission whatever it is whether big or small
0: yeah Um, it kind of goes back to your point, as long as you're living on mission, even if it's impacting two people, it's changing, changing the world. Yeah. So b- before we went on air, you told me, you know, out of all the six sisters, you were the cutest and the smartest. Well, you didn't say that. <laughs> sisters, she did not say that. Uh, so what are the joys of working with your sisters and what are some of the challenges that you guys have to like navigate?
1: Totally. It's so much fun. I mean, we live all over. We've all lived kind of all over the country. Our husbands have been going for school and jobs and mm-hmm. things like that. So we don't all live in one location. And so this is probably the biggest upside is that it's made us really close as a family and it's kept us in constant contact I love that. all the time. Yeah. And that's the whole reason we started was just kind of sharing our mom's recipes and things with each other online. And so it's kind of just grown from there. Um, But something that's really hard, and anyone else who has experienced working with family in any capacity knows, the the line of, okay, when is this about family? And when is this about business? And so we've had to learn the hard way to that this is a business. And so the decisions that we make within the business and the things that we do within the business are are coming from a business standpoint. It's not coming from a personal family standpoint. And and that was a hard lesson to learn, but it's something that's taught us to communicate. And it's something that has taught us, taught us to, to share our feelings and to not hold in anything. And I mean, not only are we family, but we're all women. And so we don't want to hurt each other's feelings and things like nice. that. And so it's taken a lot of growing and learning, but it's, I mean, it's just been such a huge blessing. It's so fun and it's made us really close. So.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. So my advice to you is have a safe word. Whatever's going on, the safe word, everyone takes a breath. Uh, totally. Before we part company, a couple of questions. Uh, Lauren, what brings you joy in your work?
1: I think seeing or hearing from other women like, hey, you helped me do this and this and this, or Oh my goodness, I didn't know how I was going to reach my teenager. And because of you, I did this and this and this. Or I've been really struggling with anxiety. And because you opened up about it, I was able to, I love that. to talk to someone, you know, things like that. And so they're small, they're really small moments compared to all of the work that we're pouring into something like this. But even the tiniest review or comment makes such a huge difference and it's made me reflect a lot too like do i say thank you to these people who are making an impact on me if i hear something on a podcast or see something on social media or whatever like it's just made me realize how rewarding it can be to that person to just take a second and thank them because that's something that has brought me so much joy and so much fulfillment in my own work
0: love that is there one tip uh, we did a lot of tips but what's one tip that you've uh used in your life that allows you to be more productive, happier, sexier? Like what would that tip be?
1: I think just prioritizing whether it's each day or each week or whatever, like the things that I need to get done, the things that I want to get done and just the things that I would love to eventually get done, whether it's in work life, personal life, my marriage, whatever it might be, just making sure I'm prioritizing and taking the time I have, a lot of things going on in my life. So making sure I'm taking the time to like truly plan out my intentions has been something that's helped me find kind of that balance. I'm still working on it, obviously, but it's helped me a lot to figure out kind of where, where I need to focus my time and spend my time in what's most important to me.
0: Love that. Uh, thank you so much for being on the program. It was such fun yeah. just kind of chit-chatting and seeing how, could, how we can make the world a better place.
1: I love that. Thanks so much for having me. This was awesome. This is always a good conversation to have. And I feel like it's really important. So I appreciate you having me on.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neurolinguistic programming and that is the fastest way to get better results.